Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can I ask you a question? Can you please stop doing that with your nose just for a second? <laughs> I need to ask you a question and I need you Bye. to answer it completely honestly. When you texted me at midnight, did you honestly think that I was going to be up to reply to you? Yeah. <laughs> That's such BS. Like, you texted me going, did you see the ending? I'm not going to, I was playing softball for two hours. I had to be up at 5 a.m. I'm not going to be up at midnight. You work in radio. We don't sleep anyways. Am I supposed to have sympathy for you? No, I'm just saying that. Why would you even text me at midnight? Because I be was up? really excited about the show and I had to tell <laughs> someone. Did you watch it yet? Sorry for <laughs> texting you, Fink. At midnight. I appreciate that. <laughs> I should have called you, actually. That would have been more fun. Oh, yeah. That would have been great. Actually, repeat, my phone is on Do Not repeat, Disturb. Repeat, so, oh, sh- yeah. Although, I think with Do Not Disturb, if you call like twice or three times like really quickly... I think it goes through. It alerts through. it? Yeah, I think it, it lets you through. Oh, thanks for letting no, me know. No, I shouldn't have let you know that. All right, so we got a lot to talk about on this week's episode, uh, episode of the Totally Spoiled pod- <laughs> Podcast. I'm like having well, issues a- talking already. Did you get hit by the bat quite a few times? No, but I got hit by the ball. Okay, we don't have time for that. <laughs> it's good to be back because we weren't here last week because of Thanksgiving. I know. How was it, by the way? You it, were in South Carolina. Uh, and you were in North Carolina. Carolina. See, you're having problems talking too. <laughs> it's your fault. Maybe we should just start this entire episode over again like it, if we're already like messing up our speech two minutes in but where's the fun in that that's no the fun is going to be editing this that's where the fun is going to be so we have uh not one but two episodes of this is us to talk about yeah we're also going to talk about whether you are team randall or you are team beth Oh. We're going to have to get to the bottom of that. Uh, also, there is a show that a new study has shown might be contributing to teen suicide. Okay. There was this new study I saw. We'll talk about that coming up really quickly. Uh, and of course, there's no good transition, but shout out to Lance. Yes. Who's listening? Hi, is it Colorado? Yes, Colorado. That's so awesome. He sent you an email uh, saying yours and Brian's podcast knocks all the doors that iHeart is looking for and using podcasts to develop talent could easily be converted into a morning show for all the PDs listening to the Totally Spoiled podcast right now. We're ready for our big break. Please ignore the first two minutes of us stumbling and not being able to speak English. That is not how we would start our show every morning. I am bilingual. <laughs> yes. And he's learning. He knows taco is part of our uh, our uh, menu. But I'm bilingual too. I'm trilingual. So what are you talking about? Dime. I trump your crap. Dime. French and Hebrew. Okay, lay it on me. Let's go. Bonjour and shalom. There we go. That's oh, all I need to give you. Uh, okay. Lance also said I could see Thanks you guys killing it in mornings. Thank you so much, Lance. Thanks, friend. I appreciate it. That's so awesome. Which, by the way, if you want a shout out on the Totally Spoiled Podcast, at Brian Fink, at April On Air, you can email us. We'll give you a shout out. Or tweet us. That's what I said. At Brian Fink, at it. Man, we are not doing good for all the PDs listening. Oh, Tanya. Tanya, thank you so much for listening as well. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> 
Really quickly, uh, before we get into totally spoiling some TV, I want to talk about Macy's. Did you see what they're doing with the letters to Santa? So I saw you post about this, but explain it, because you've what, written already like what, two? No, three. Oh, when I was on the can, I was writing another letter to Santa. So here's the awesome thing that Macy's is doing, and it's so simple, but it's so good. They have a website that you can go to. You can write a digital letter to Santa, which I think you can actually print it out and put it in the mail too, but it it takes less than two minutes, Mm -hmm. and for every letter, they're donating a dollar up to a million dollars to make a wish. That's amazing and that's just in the u.s or or why are you getting specific it's not like we have a lot of international listeners to the totally spoiled podcast english is my second language (laughs) okay that's the only reason you're on the show okay (laughs) (laughs) santa please put him on the naughty list help the kids but not faint well write that in a letter to santa that would be a dollar donated by macy's a dollar for kids a negative one thing. <laughs> I don't I'm, need it. I'm but, in. But that's how amazing it is. Like it gets like, awesome. This is why I was posting so much about it yesterday and writing so many letters to just show how quick it is and like it's for such a good, good cause. cause. That literally, like, you can just Google Macy's and Letters to Santa, or you can hop on my blog at 933FLZ.com. I've got a link up there. It's just so easy Simple and a dollar. Act. Like Simple that. act that goes a long way. Absolutely. That's awesome. All right, let's right do on. some spoiling. Warning. If you haven't watched your favorite show yet, do not listen. We cannot be held responsible for the spoilers ahead. This is the Totally Spoiled Podcast. Podcast. With Brian Fink and April Diamond. At Brian Fink, at April on air. Thank you so much for following and subscribing to the Totally Spoiled Podcast. Because you'll get a notification when we put a new one up. Like last week we weren't here. Right to my phone. Right, exactly. Right to to my phone. (laughs) Oh, on your watch. I'm like... Right what to my are you doing? Uh, you get a notification, plus you can follow on YouTube as well. Uh, before we get into talking about two episodes yep. of This Is Us, there was this study that, and we talked about this, uh-huh. that 13 Reasons Why is contributing possibly to teen suicides. Why did I have a feeling it was going to be that show? We talked about this. See, here's the thing, Brian, and it's left up to like interpretation for everyone, how they view things, et cetera, et cetera. That's supposed to educate people on what not to do. But the problem is, is that when you're watching it, and and again, we talked about this when we were totally spoiling it, you know, it's easy to kind of relate with the characters. And if you're going through that, then it's very possible. It said a new study from the University of Michigan found that the uh, controversial Netflix show 13 Reasons Why may have increased the risk of teen suicide. They surveyed 87 teenagers who were being treated in psychiatric emergency departments for suicide-related concerns, and over half of them said that when they were watching the show, it increased the risk of suicide due to identifying with Hannah. Really? Yeah. Like you wouldn't think because we watched we watched all of it. So I'm going to ask you your opinion. Wouldn't that I don't know if to say scare you, but wouldn't it want to push you away from going through some Honestly, traumatic? No. Like, really? If I was going through that, yeah, I could totally see how you would relate to the character. Just like when you're watching This Is Us. Relate emotionally, but physically taking any action. But listen, 
if you're that low and that if you're already having those thoughts and you see the character be able to escape by doing what she did, I can see how you would go, okay. I mean, if she did it, then I can do it. It's an easy escape. Let's do it. That just makes me really yeah, sad. I, mean, I it, can understand how and why and, and your point in saying it, but I feel like that was used as a platform to educate people on what the effects of doing something like that can cause. Not so much, it sounds hard to say, but not so much to yourself, but the ongoing effects of everything and everyone around you. But we talked about it, about how we kind of put that warning that if you are not in the right place emotionally or if you're going through stuff, don't watch it. The show, or, the show does it. It's, it does it in itself as well. But I think it says it in a way: if you're under a certain age, please watch with parental. Watch with somebody so you can talk so to somebody. Going along the same line. Well, what's but, crazy is I, I saw this study yesterday, and then this morning a notification popped up on my phone from I think USA Today, uh-huh. and it was a story that my mom killed herself uh, in the Grand Canyon, and I needed to know why. And at the bottom of the notification, it said trigger warning and i thought that's brilliant like that that needs to be almost at the beginning of every episode of 13 reasons why i don't think i've ever seen anything i've never seen that it took me a second to process what you were saying but i'm like wow that's that's genius exactly because it warns you that if god forbid you're going through something right now this might not be the right story for you to watch because it could trigger something and that was the first time I'd seen that. I think it's genius, but I'm going to play devil's advocate for a slight second. I'm going to use myself as an example. When you tell me not to do something, it makes me curious or not see something. It makes me curious to do so. So yeah. that can go both ways, just like the episode as well. But if you're at least in a stable enough mindset and you're working through something, it it puts a caution out there. Exactly. Yellow tape. Exactly. Yellow tape to, hey. It's like, whoa, hey, you know, right. this might might not be the right story for you to look at right now. Right. I, I had never seen that, but I thought it was a great thing to, they can throw it on the beginning of episodes of 13 Reasons Why, just put trigger warning or some kind of, because they do it yeah. kind of after. I, I don't remember if they do it before every episode. I know they do it afterwards where they put up like the crisis line and, and, and talking. And Right. Yeah. That could I'm be something they put before the episode starts. Would make sense. If they don't already. Yeah. All right. So two episodes oh. of This Is Us. Uh, by the way, congratulations oh. to Mandy Moore who got married while we were on Thanksgiving vacation. I didn't know that. Or excuse me, remarried. Because of course she's married to Jack. So she had to get remarried at some point, and congratulations to me. It was a beautiful wedding from the pictures that she posted. Where where did they get married? I, I don't know. My invitation got lost in the mail, so I really didn't. Yeah, I was kind of kind of upset. Princess. I was kind of upset about that. Princess. But I won't let that hinder my feelings on Mandy Moore. We're going to work past we're, that? I'm going to work past that. Okay. Uh, okay. Two episodes, because we weren't here for Thanksgiving last week. We were on vacation, and the Thanksgiving episode was amazing. I totally know what you mean now when you said you need to watch this and it's great. Holy cow. Yeah, because I watched it, uh, I think on Sunday when I got back. You were just coming back from North Carolina? Right, yeah, Sunday night. So I I doubled up. I watched Thanksgiving episode and 
last night together. So oh, I wow. watched it back to back. So you got your whole two hour episode I, going on. I, <laughs> finally, finally, it happened. It wasn't in my imagination. Let exactly. me ask you, if if somebody asked you one person that has made the greatest impact on your life, could you name one person? There have been so many people that have impacted my life and and my career and the direction that I've gone. I don't know. Like, I could think of, and I think I've told the story of Miss Stallings before. Yep. Miss Stallings was my English teacher. And in high school, I was going through a lot of stuff in high school. And, uh, like, a lot of the kids that were putting me through that stuff were in my class. Yeah. And we had to write an essay about this book called... Uh, I'm, I'm brain farting on the book mm-hmm. and uh, we had to write the essay and then she made us read the essay out oh, wow. in front of the class. Yeah. And my essay was all about how I was being picked on and, and all this stuff and I had to read it. So I can look back and her decision to make us read that out was kind of a defining moment for me. Moment so I, of I, courage and a yeah. moment of putting everything and anyone aside and, so I can I can see her as uh, somebody who's had a, a great impact on my life. I gotta tell you, yeah, that I would say that scene, but it was a series of scenes, was really impactful. Um, I can absolutely relate with him, and the fact that he said the question is flawed. Yeah. I was like, you, oh, honey, you are so well spoken, so incredibly well spoken and intelligent, and it is. That is a flawed question because i'm not the same person i was three years ago right much less 10 years ago and the people that influenced me three years ago are different and in different ways than when i was going through my adolescent stage you know so you can give a generic response like mom or dad and believe me in my life and through my experience with both of my parents they both really influenced me um, I don't want to say negatively, but impacted me through negative or dark times. That you kind of learn from it, and I ab- absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then as well as good, but it depends depends what that situation was. So Randall could not have said it more perfect, and I relate and agree one hundred percent. A question like that is flawed. I don't think there can be one specific person to sum up your entire life that has influenced you so immensely. And I love how they, I mean, they perfectly tied it back around the writing of it, going to the fireman at the end. I know. I mean, it was just, that that was such an amazing whole, like you said, series of scenes that they were doing. It was was so beautiful. It was so good seeing Toby back Back. to being somewhat Toby. I mean, he still had a lot of issues, like when he screwed up the the recipe and started flipping out because Randall's recipe is so perfect and broken down, and he and ends Kate's up getting response. the response. T- Can <laughs> we say Kate's response? And he ends up getting the uh, takeout. For, <laughs> I mean, it was great. My boy, it was awesome. My boy. Um, there was a lot that was developed, like a lot of character developments in the thanks in the Thanksgiving episode, like yeah. Tess. Totally wasn't expecting that. Was not. I mean, that was a Hail Mary. I didn't, I did not see that coming. Yeah. But I loved it. Oh, yeah. It, it adds a different dimension to that family. Just one more thing. 
I will ask, out of curiosity, do you think her grandfather helped her break out of that shell? Her seeing William? Yep. Yep. Possibly. And, And helped define who she was as a person. And maybe, and I didn't even think about that until just now, maybe that's why they went back and built William's story so much. In that same episode. Exactly. So it kind of reminded us mm-hmm. about that. I, I I didn't even think about that. Absolutely it could have. But I, I love, like it was a small stuff like when she's talking with Kate and she gets done with coming out to Kate. Yeah. And the smile on her face, like she was just so kind of relieved and happy to finally have told somebody. Well, imagine holding something in for so long and something that you don't know how someone else is going to take it. And it's not just someone else. You're like your mom and dad. Right. That's not easy. And especially at such a young age. Yeah. Yeah. When you're when you're already starting to figure everything out and your feelings and everything. And on top of that, like it was just whammy after whammy because during that same episode, I'm assuming it was the same week, like we discover like she starts her period her too, period. which is like, <laughs> welcome to womanhood. Which I know all about that. I mean, that was hell for me to go through. Please tell me about it. Oh, my God. Like, I was walking in the grocery store with my mom, and we passed by the tomato juice aisle. And I said, you know what, Mom? Um, You see that tomato juice right there? Tell me more. Because let me tell you, I don't know if we have time in this podcast. We don't. I have. (laughs) That's you being like, let me shy away from this. I've got a very embarrassing story. Really? Really embarrassing. Is it a quick story? Could you tell it really quickly? I can make it in like 20 seconds. Go ahead. The first, within the first six months of me getting my period, I remember I was in seventh grade. I was obsessed with this one kid, Travis. I remember his name. Oh my God, Travis listens. (laughs) You hush. And I, oh my God, it probably had to be sooner than like three months. I wore, oh my God, think white like snow white pants oh god had no idea like i i was like what you're 12 11 i was 11 and then i like i (laughs) i start to feel really weird and i was like i i I don't know oh god i have travis tap me behind we're waiting we're waiting at the pickup line it's end of end of end of day we're waiting at the pickup line for our parents to come pick us up. And I remember leaning over one of my best friends. Her name was Stephanie. I don't talk to Stephanie anymore, but she, but she, was, she came she in clutch. Too. She, yeah, she was funny. <laughs> I was behind Stephanie giving her a hug, kind oh, of like God. almost jump, jumped on her. And Travis taps behind me. He's oh, like, God. He's like, hey, um, I think you need to go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. Brian, I... Died. Died. I couldn't see him. <sighs> My mom, I made her not take me to school for two days. Two days. Oh, I don't days. know if I'd ever And I back. dreaded going back. Dreaded it. So I couldn't you, look at him. Did you and Travis ever hook up? Nope. Wow. Well, okay. So nope. I so I have a question that may be... Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to ask it. Do it. Do it. God, how do I even ask this? 
did you do, did you not feel it happen? No, no. It's it's so weird, especially I think when you're that young. And I can say this, like, I'm going to be totally open and honest. Like, this is for all the ladies out there listening. And guys, you can totally, like, um, pick into my brain or, or womanhood. I'm just going to excuse myself <laughs> <laughs> from this podcast. So when you're, when you're that, like, your, your body this. goes through, like, so many things. You asked the question. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> through so many questions. Or, or so many, your, your body goes through so many different kind of... Changes. Changes, not questions. It's something you don't kind of feel coming on now as a 26 year old, oh, I get worn. Like my body's like, F you, I'm preparing you. Be on the lookout. I already know like two, three days in advance. Like my stomach starts to hurt. I feel nauseous. I feel bloated, um, kind of crampy. A huge contributor is also if you're very athletic and you work out a lot. When I was in middle school, I was doing soccer. I was doing dance. Um, I was very active that helps in that process where it's like super light and you just really don't feel anything, which is great, but it sucks when you don't have a warning. So no, it's one of those things like it happens and it's just kind of like, okay, like you just kind of time it around. Like, you know, when it happened last and just right. kind of just be prepared. But I'm actually talking about not wear again, white th- pants. This, <laughs> that's why I don't wear white Learned pants. fast. Now. Th- okay. This is going to go way too in depth, but I'm actually talking about the actual occurrence. L- let me try to put this. So when, well, I, I like guess physical a, symptoms. You're no. So when I bleed, I feel the blood. Like you'll feel the blood. Do you did? So is that, as, do you not fe- like when well, you're as, jumping on your friend's back? Do you not feel the? Bl- <laughs> So as like an 11 year old, I'm sorry, getting into so much detail here now. Your flow is different. <laughs> <laughs> it is, you're, I, I, listeners, maybe, wait, what's that thing that the USA article? like? Should Trigger. Be- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol... Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Disclaimer. Trigger warning. I have no filter. Brian knows this already. So Your we're like, flow is different. It is. It is. It is. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So, no, you really don't. And if it's like day one, much less. It's usually like day two, day three. And when you're that young, like day four, you're done. So, like, you honestly, it's so weird to explain but you really don't. Remember how I told you I felt a little weird and like my stomach was kind of like 
I was like, oh, right. Cool, but I don't really know. Like, and I, in, in the back of my mind, because I think, like I said, that had been maybe month two or three, like totally brand new to this, totally brand new. And like, I had a feeling, but I was like, no, I like, I think I'm, I'm fine. Like an idiot. I jump on Stephanie's back and it's like, oh, Travis, hey, I think you need to go oh to the bathroom. My God. Like, I don't, I think I'm still scarred from it. But I, I guess that it, it is kind of the same situation because like I said, when I got hit by the softball last night, I, I felt swelling. I felt the aching. I didn't know that it was bleeding until I took my sock off and saw that there was blood. Yeah, because I was about to say, I've gotten cut before. Like, oddly enough, I have my jacket on right now, but I busted up my elbow pretty badly like two weeks ago. And you didn't know it was bleeding? No. Yeah. And then I look over and it's literally dripping halfway down my hand. I was like, oh, crap. All right. Let's get away from talking so- about flow. <laughs> Um, let's, let's start, let's, let's roll back into this is us and let's go right into Miguel. So so we're done talking about Tess getting her period and proclaiming that she's gay. Which we'll, I'm sure, talk about in a few minutes again because it was in the fall finale last night. I they love making about it you feel uncomfortable. Please I'm ask all. I just please like, ask all the questions. Like this I didn't fun. wake up this morning thinking you would say to me that your flow is different. Like that, that's not something I planned for in my day today. Uh, I'm preparing. Miguel! I'm preparing you for the day you get married. Just telling you. <laughs> that's all. Miguel. Yeah, we don't. We uh, definitely know his name now. Miguel. Uh, my so, hero, mind you, continue, yes. but my hero. I felt so bad for him when he was dealing with his family. And I love how they developed the character. Because I, I, I don't know if they like sensed that everybody was like, Miguel! Had our feelings? Exactly. Yeah, probably. And now it's like, oh, Miguel, like he had such a horrible time dealing with his kids. So here's the thing. It's like an, oh, Miguel, but it was also like a yes. Right. When he turns it around. He stepped up to defend his wife. Absolutely. I was like, that was beautiful. And I'm sorry. I'm going to just go out there and say it like. His son is such an ass. His son is a such brat. An ass. Oh my god! And I applauded, legit applauded, as I was sitting watching this last night. The daughter who reached her hand out to him and was like, "Hey, it's okay, let it go." But she didn't We're do that here. until he finally stood up for himself. Yeah, she kind of just sat there and and let the let the son. Happen. Yeah. But then, as a daughter, like, what do you really? I guess you can. You definitely can speak up and say something. But when it's not really. You're, she had been kind of standoffish and cold, but not disrespectful at any point. At least I don't think so. Just wasn't really connecting. Right. The kid, the guy, the, the brother was just an ass. So at least when it got to that point where his bro- her brother got out of hand and he's like, look, I tried to mend this relationship for years. Reaching out to you guys, phone calls, letters, wouldn't get anything back. And I'm still trying to make this work now. Don't throw things in the past how things didn't work out with your mom and I, and now make my wife feel bad about it. Don't bring that into the equation. And and I think it kind of touches on how hard it is for kids in divorce because when you're young, you don't really see the true story of what's going on. And so I can see yeah. them having a lot of, like harboring a lot of feelings because of what they think Thought. Miguel was doing. But I, I mean, it wasn't his fault that him and the and the woman broke up and got divorced and not just that if you remember the flashback to thanksgiving um when jack was around and everything too miguel comes into the house arguing with his at that time current wife trying to talk to the kids trying to talk to the kids 
And she wouldn't even let that. That's what I'm saying. And then when Jack and him had a one-on-one and it's like, you're going to fight for your kids. You're going to be there. And you're going to show and tell them how much you love them because you're their father and you're going to represent that. You could already see there was tension and kind of a lack of a relationship because of the mother between the dad and the kids. And the kids so don't see really that. it's just really sad. Absolutely. Yeah, it was really sad to kind of see that. But I felt so happy for him. Like the second he walked in the door at Randall's and the grandkids jump up on him and they're like, so oh, it was, I just felt so good for him because yeah. you felt his pain having to deal with that. And so the character has literally done like a 180. 180. Absolutely. And, and I love Miguel now. I do too. I did too. I was like, I was like, I, I like to see this new side of him. I love it. We finally found out about the necklace and where the necklace came from. Yeah. And I definitely think it is a romantic thing, like you said. I mean, she gave it to him. She gave it to him as a thank you for saving her son when Jack operated or like soda. <clears throat> excuse me, cleaned up his foot. Yeah. Um. But I. I there is going to be a romantic side to it. See, that's so funny you say that now because I look at it differently now. Oh, I no, crap! Yes! <laughs> I was like, this was a woman that was super appreciative because all the other soldiers... Including Nikki. Oh, definitely. Mostly including Nikki. Totally pushed them aside. They're bad people. Stay away. Yeah. So for her to see... An American soldier, which the Vietnam War was tough as is, tough, step up and take care of her son. I think she was just taken back and super thankful. At first, I thought it was romantic, and now I'm like, <laughs> that was just appreciation. So this will be interesting. That's so funny how we, yeah, we've totally we 180 now. <laughs> we swapped. All right, so the fall finale, I watched it this morning because, like I said, I was, watching, I was uh, playing softball for two hours straight until, like, freaking midnight or something uh but i watched it i got four hours of sleep because of aiden waking me up uh i was up like at 4 30 in the morning i was on pre-workout i was in the middle of my workouts like pausing it and starting it so i could be all over the road with this episode but i'll help you out um the one important thing i learned from the episode was how to spell copacetic which i I could take away the one thing think (laughs) The one thing. <laughs> That's all I walked away from the episode was, oh, I spelled copacetic right. So how awake <laughs> were you for this? Did you pull uh, yeah, an I April was, for this episode? I was not awake at all. But I mean, I, I definitely like paid attention to everything. Like, for example, how could anyone think that they would be able to teach without a college education? With Excuse me, let me correct that. Without a college degree, because she had some education. Yeah. How would you think that you could be a teacher? Like, I love that whole turn thing. And I was like, oh, my God, she's going to be a teacher. This is awesome. Awesome. But how could you even, like, go into that interview thinking that you'd be able to? Sometimes it's little things that's like common sense that just whoop flip your mind. Because literally that moment I'm watching the TV and I'm like, really? Really? Yeah, I had that moment. But, yeah, I mean... I don't know that's that's good old uh, Kate. Yeah. Good old Kate. Good old, good old Kate. Uh, Randall and Beth are so amazing together. 
Like when she is talking him down, like right before the debate. He goes on the yeah. And she like she's like close your eyes and just kind kind of brings him back to reality with everything. It was amazing. Like I am gonna miss her so bad, and I'm gonna miss their dynamic so bad. Yeah. But last night we pretty much saw the beginning of the end of Beth and Randall. That was rough. Of but Bethandel. Oh God, we're going there. We're going there. But Beth is so like the actress is so good. Like she's such a strong woman. When Tess, when she was like when Tess comes to them at the end and she pulls Tess aside and that speech that she gives to her and look at me and look Look at at your your dad. I mean, she's such a good actress that I don't want to let her go, and we're gonna have to let her go. I'm like, hate to break it to you, buddy. So are then you, that brings us to the question you said. Are you Team Randall or are you Team Beth? As a woman and needing my man to be there for our family, it makes me want to say Team Beth. But being a person that's also very independent, ambitious, career driven, if I start something, damn it, I need to finish it. Right. That's how I'm wired. I... uh I think I'm more Team Randall. Really? I think I'm Team Beth. Really? I love Randall to death. I think that what he was trying to do was amazing. But when you make that promise to your family, and your family has to come first. And he did. He made that that promise to Beth. I'm trying to backtrack. I actually forgot about that part. I forgot about that part. He made that promise that if at any point during the campaign she didn't want him to run anymore... And she flat out says, I don't want you to run anymore. This campaign is over. And he says, well, sorry, I got to see it through. Right there, I'm like, damn, dude. Damn, you need need to be on the couch for a week. Priority check. I mean, I'm totally Team Beth on that. I, I actually forgot about that. And not that I'm trying to switch my answer. But yeah, when you make a commitment and a promise, a promise is meant to to last and the family was there first yeah and the family hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. is there a lot uh, longer than this, uh, this little political dream is going to be. supposed to be a forever thing. Yeah. yeah. So when you make that promise to your family, especially your wife. Who's been going through it as is and has been the. Who has been by your all, side. Carry all and also by your side from the get go. Yeah. That sucks seeing that because we kind of see that it's almost Randall's fault that this is happening. I mean, let's let's be bold and say it is. Yeah, it's it definitely is, Randall's fault. It is. And we, we finally found out who they've been talking about this entire time about going to see, and it's Rebecca, um, which is kind of weird thinking back to it because of all the comments that they've made of saying, are you ready to see her? So I'm really interested to see what Rebecca's condition is going to be. Especially since... 
Uh, I didn't think too much into that, but yeah. When they grab Beth to tell her that that they're coming to pick her up, and she talks about bringing the game, like the random game, game. and it's yeah, it was. What's the tie-in there? I, I I'm a little worried as to what this is gonna be because of you all think the it's comments. Related? I I don't know, but when you're saying, "Are you ready to see her?" and now we learn that it is Rebecca, I'm kind of interested I to see know. where they're taking that. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting, and by that point, I wonder if um, Miguel's going to be in the picture at all. Not that that's a huge component, oh but but still, Can have you thought about that? Miguel? Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, I didn't, I didn't oh say god. jump off the deep end. They cannot kill off Miguel. Miguel. Well, because uh, now we like him. Yes, I love Miguel. Like I'm Team Miguel. Uh, congratulations to Toby and Kate. It is a boy. And oh my god, that was so cute. <laughs> it was so awesome watching the reveal. The only problem with that is, did you watch the video, this baby reveal that caused the fires in Arizona? No. So there was the the, the fires in Arizona that cost like I think like eight point seven million dollars. Oh. Was caused by a baby reveal. Where they were in this like brush area, very dry area. They set up like this target or something and they shot at it and it exploded. And whatever igniting they used, that's what spread. And you literally in this video see the fire spread and them try putting it out. And that's the like the like the the guy was found guilty of it and it had to like pay eight million dollars. He's like making because we all just have that laying around. Well, he's making like he had a first payment of like a hundred thousand dollars, and then he has to make payments until he recoups all that money that it costs to put out these fires. Not the latest L.A. fires or California right, no. fires. This was Arizona, but that's what like I'm watching this reveal, going, "Oh, that's so awesome! Oh my god! Baby Thank reveal. God you guys didn't Baby like reveal. set anything on fire." <laughs> god, we don't need more fire, and this is us as is. Can we be honest? Very true point. <laughs> No more fire, please. No more no fire. No more fire. Do you remember how we talked? I think it was two weeks ago when we talked about how they pretty much have touched on every topic in This Is Us except suicide. Yeah. Last night's episode, the entire episode, I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be it. They're going to touch on it. Nikki kills himself. This is it. This is how they do it. And it didn't happen. No. Like it was a total whoop, veer. Like yeah. he, he didn't even die at war. That is where I was like, what the heck? Is that when you texted me like, did you watch the ending? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, last um, night with all the development with Nikki, I mean, with the drug use and how war has completely screwed him up. Oh, absolutely. And even that scene that was really intense where Jack is like, this is an order. And he's talking about helping the little boy and stitching him up. And he is like, hardcore, no. Yeah, from the Thanksgiving episode. No, yeah. yes. And walks out. And he goes into what he witnessed. And like a chicken being decapitated and relating it to possibly that being him and other things he witnessed. Yeah, it makes you wonder why he was physically there, but mentally nowhere near. And it also nowhere near. It also made me wonder if Jack had been there the same amount of time as Nikki. No. 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 If Jack would be affected the same oh. way. 
Now, granted, Jack's a very strong person compared to what Nikki is. We always saw that, you know, with them growing up. Um, But it just made me wonder if the war would have affected Jack as much as it did Nikki if he'd been there the entire time. I think my my two cents on that is it's not so much the duration, it's the experience. You can be there a month right. and go through hell, literally, or be there three years and not really have to witness any really graphic or traumatic occasions. So who knows? I mean, they kind of correlate with more times you're more exposed to situations occurring, uh, could have been. But I also don't think... Nikki was there much longer, per se, than... Than when Jack got in? Yeah. Well, right? I, I, I told you... I think I told you about the story about my friend who was there, and he was a sniper, and he had this one incident where he almost had to take out a kid. You did tell me this. And, he, I mean, tell me he this. flat out told me that if... And his gun jammed when he actually had to pull the trigger. And he flat out told me that if that would have happened that would have messed him up even more for the rest of his life, having to see a kid die like that. And like him, of- yeah, him doing it. So, you know, he's kind of saying that God was kind of looking out for him by jamming his gun at that one second and not having to go through with it. Did he, and not to get too off subject or personal, um, did he ever tell you why? Because I why think what? it's- Why he had to do it? yeah. I, I think I was telling the story where the kid was rolling a tire from one building to the next and they didn't know what was going on and come to find out that the kid was rolling, I think, like ammunition or something in that tire. And he was kind of the mule getting it from one building to the other. And that's when, you know, he told his sergeant, whoever the or whoever was in charge and they said, you need to take that kid out because he's the one that's Providing. rolling this. St- yeah, that's rolling the stuff back. I couldn't. I, I. This almost reminds me from a scene. I don't know if you ever saw it of. Um, oh, gosh, it was a book. It was a movie. Why am I drawing a blank right now? Born on the Fourth of July. No, uh, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Platoon. I'm just going to throw out move full metal jacket. No, they good. It was a real, real, real life story. Came out within the past Forrest three Gump. years. American American Sniper? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you With remember? With Bradley Cooper. I didn't yeah. see it. Okay, yeah, there's this one scene. It's almost identical to kind of what you're saying. And this kid has, was carrying something in his hand, and they thought it was a grenade. That was one of the scenes that they would show in the previews and everything. Of the... Of the, of the movie. Of the movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's that scene where, do I shoot him, do I not? And it wasn't something where the gun jammed up, but it, they... He waited too long to realize what it was, and thankfully he waited because it wasn't a grenade. But it, I, I feel like there's some, and correct me if I'm wrong, some law where you you can't fire at a civilian or a kid. Is that a, is that a law? Well, I imagine you can't war? fire at a civilian, but if that civilian is thought civilian, to be, then you then can it, fire. Then okay. Yeah, I think all bets are off in war. At that point, I, I don't think. I mean, yeah, there's there's obviously you know war crimes and stuff. Right, but, right. But if well, you suspect, so what I mean. but what if a, you're wrong? Well, I mean, then you're wrong. I mean, that stuff happens. 
Mm. Yeah, that's why I, I. That's tough. God bless our military for doing what they do. God bless them. Amen. All right, so we got to quickly wrap this up because we're on a hard yeah. time because the power's about to go off in our building. Oh my God, that's happening. <laughs> so so that's we got to make sure we're done. But, but last night's episode, which uh, was the fall finale, ends with us finding out that Nikki didn't die at war. The boat exploded. Jack runs out there we're thinking that it has something to do with Nikki I was say because that really confused me how he just it's super built up borderline dramatic jumps into the water starts swimming to God knows what I'm assuming to Nikki, Nikki but he doesn't even know where Nikki's and at and then we see Wrap a up. flash of Nikki at home an old present man day. look at I don't know if that was pre- I think you think that was present day I didn't I- even think about that what did you think? I thought it was just like a flash to a, a guy like with his mail, like just tipping us off that that was Nikki. Yeah, no, I think that was Nikki oh present God. day. So That's think- why I freaked out and I was like texting you at midnight, even though you made me feel like a crazy person. You are. <sighs> Digress. Anyways, yes. You think Nikki's alive when Jack isn't? Yes. Oh like my God. Right like now. I'm rocking in my chair because I'm like, oh my God, what a Tell turn. Me, oh my God. You can't rock because yours is locked. <laughs> uh, we have until January yes. 15th to figure everything out. Why do you think I was freaking out? I didn't even think about that. Like literally. Now I have to wait. Oh my God. I like, okay, I, I need to stop well, rocking. I think he's well and alive. I think that's our friend. That would be incredible. How much you want to bet on it? A penny? And then if let's I Let's do a $2 let's- bill. Let's right, do a two dollar bill. All right, deal. Two dollar bill. Two dollar bill. Gonna, so, so, if, <laughs> that was so awkward. <laughs> we just can't yeah. do pinky promises. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at Brian Pink, at April on air. Remember, subscribe, follow the Totally Spoiled podcast, so you get the notification. Love you so much for being part of the show. If you're in on the two dollar bet, let's drain Brian dry. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> that escalated very quickly. <laughs> Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.